I hope your first kiss went a little better than mine did. According to my mother, my first kiss happened on a Saturday in July. The weather? Steamy, blacktop melting, jungle gym scorching, New York City sunshine. The setting? The 49th Street playground in Queens. Good on the sand quotient, low on the rats. The kisser? Hector Driggs. Cute, but a little bit smelly, like wet blankets and aged cheese. The event? One sopping, clammy-lipped, deranged, lunging kiss directly on my lips. I bit him. I was three. A mark bloomed on his arm like two tiny purple smiles, and he cried for half an hour. But my mother felt no pity for him. In fact, she swelled with pride. Even at that young age, I knew you understood the need for girls and women to fight for our freedom, equality, and personal space, she said when she retold the story. Plus, he smelled weird. I would have bit him, too. My mother is a professor of women's studies at Queens College. While other newborns were happily drifting to sleep to Goodnight Moon, my mom read to me in my crib from Simone de Beauvoir, Virginia Woolf, and Audre Lorde. In our living room, there's a picture of me in my stroller at a women's rights march in Washington, clutching a sign with my tiny green mittens, Well-behaved women seldom make history. And so, two years ago when I was 14 and began what my mom termed your ultimate rebellion, she said I chose the worst thing possible. She would have preferred odd piercings, full-body tattoos, or even shoplifting to what I did. I fell in love with romance novels. It wasn't even just regular book love. I was crazy for them, head over heels obsessed. I read them in grocery aisles, on subways, buses, between classes, and most often curled up in bed. Over the next two years, I read 118 of them, not counting those I read twice. I discovered my first romance novel on the shelves of my best friend Annie Kim's apartment. She has two older sisters. Jenny, her middle sister, saw me gazing at the array of colorful spines and handed me Cowboys on Fire, book one, with bare-chested cowboy Destry and gold-belt-buckled cowboy Ewing on the cover. I'd get to know Destry and Ewing with a passion that bordered on the scientific. Here, Jenny said, you have to read this. Slowly, my room became plastered with posters of Destry and Ewing on horseback, riding bulls one-handed, and roping calves. Of Sir Richard from Torrid Tomorrow, who led a double life as the pirate Diablo, and Gerlog, who was raised by wolves and known as the Wilderness Rogue. My mom would come into my room and gaze at the books on my night table, at Ewing on his bronco or Gerlog swinging from a tree, and she'd sigh, I didn't raise you to worship imbecilic apes. Other times, she'd grow more serious looking at my books. I failed you as a mother, as a woman, and as a citizen of this world, she'd say. It wasn't true. 
I called myself a feminist, to her at least. To my friends, it would be like calling myself a maiden or some other dusty, crusty, ancient word. At school, I was quick to point out whenever boys dominated class discussions or girls were excluded from handball games. When a flasher was spotted in our schoolyard three times in one month, I organized a take-back-the-yard march with 45 eighth graders parading around the intermediate school 125 grounds chanting, Girls on guard, take back the yard, and dude, put some clothes on. The flasher was undeterred, but eventually caught and prosecuted. Still, my books kept bothering my mother. That happiness only comes from romantic love is the biggest myth of our society, she told me once. They're selling you a fantasy version of love. It's dishonest, misleading, and untrue. Real love is a mess. Complicated. Not like this. She picked up Torrid tomorrow.